Let's round second base and head to third as we find our journey heading closer to home. Hannah Bentley interviewing Matt Boyer, candidate for the On Earth Peace Board. Doug Richard is the other candidate and did not respond to our inquiry. So welcome to Matt Boyer. We're glad for this opportunity to get to know you better as you are on the ballot for On Earth Peace Board member. What makes the position you're being considered for important in the life of the broader church? On Earth Peace is important to the broader church because it's like doing the on the ground work that I think we as a church historically, especially have said like this is important to us, that we're doing reconciliation, that we're encouraging peace in our communities, that we're bridging that gap and that we're not being insular, I think, in that way. Mm -hmm doing work out in the community rather than just talking about what we believe. Yeah, I know. That makes a lot of sense. Could you, um, could you expand on that? Is there any like specific thing that you're very interested in or passionate about within the community? Within my community or within what OEP is doing? Um, I think like either way. Cool. I would say OEP first, like I'm impressed by the work, you know, trying to, to, build peace within Palestine and connecting that to like our issues. It can seem really like, how does that relate to us? But I I appreciate the fact that OEP is building those connections. I think in my community, the list goes on and on of like issues that I think are important. But broadly, I would say anti-racism, economic justice, trans rights, building basically also like a society that respects life and reproduction, um, making sure that we have healthcare and childcare and schools and that's not an economic burden on people, but it's something that is their right. So figuring out how to get there. Yeah, thank you so much. What makes you better suited for this position in 2022 than you would have been say like five, 10 or 20 years ago? I guess the easy answer is experience and being out in the world and having to engage with difficult issues and try and organize and build connections with folks. I've done most of my work over the last five years has been union organizing in the healthcare sector and, you know, which has been through a lot in the last couple of years. So understanding sort of resilience and solidarity and, and sort of what we're, what sometimes we're up against, but what we're capable of um, and getting to see that more clearly, I think, especially again over the last couple of years. And my next question is, is there a person or organization currently or in your past that has inspired you or helped to develop your gifts so that you have the passion and the skills to be prepared for this position? There's a lot of um, work that inspires me. Well, for me, because I'm within labor, I mean, just seeing like all the stuff that's going on with Starbucks, and Amazon and that organizing is for me personally very moving to see, especially, again, what they're up against, that they're being successful. Also, the summer of 2020 and the Black Lives Matter protests and watching that, you know, it didn't start obviously in 2020 to see like how long it takes to get to a place where you reach this critical mass kind of can overflow into a into that level of a movement, I think is really powerful. So not just the summer of 2020, but in the five to 10 years prior to that, seeing sort of the anti-racist work that was going on in our community is really inspiring. And I think reminds you of the sort of small work that has small work that has to get done before it becomes very visible. Um, that's, 
really where the majority of the work happens is, is in those small, smaller spaces. Yeah, no, I completely agree with that. Especially I, like I've also been following like the Starbucks movement right now and it's like it's it's gaining ground and it's like partially it's like very much because of like the small things that people are doing as well and sometimes people discount that so yeah thank you for saying that Mm -hmm. okay uh so why do you think you were nominated for this position i know the person that nominated me um and what she said was she felt like my work doing organizing and sort of being involved in those sort of social movement stuff um, was what qualified me. I don't know if that's true, but um, I'm excited about it. I don't know if this qualifies me, but I'm excited about it from that perspective again of like, if we're doing that meaningful day-to-day work, like it will become more and more visible. It will grow into something that we probably don't even know what it it will become. And that's the exciting part. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. And then uh, holding a leadership position in the church is a lot of work um, on top of your other jobs and your personal life. So how do you envision taking care of yourself while juggling multiple responsibilities? That's uh, a difficult (laughs) skill, one that I'm still trying, I think, to to perfect. But Mm -hmm. again, just going back to the organizing background, I would say like we can work 24 seven, like there's always something to do. So it has helped. Maybe that's going back to the question of what have I learned in the last five years? I think there's a, some, some value that I've gotten out of saying like, there's a time to really push and there's a time to like rest and recuperate. Um, and so I think I have developed more of those skills. I think that's where the organizing comes in. Like that's where bringing people into the, to our work beyond us is important because if we sort of take it on and become the martyrs, like we will, you know, be morally distressed and, and have to get out of out of the work because it's too much. But um, knowing that we don't have the capacity as individuals, like it, it has to be a collective work and it, that's what creates the urgency of bringing people in too, is so that we can rely on one another and, and, and make sure that we're taking care of each other and ourselves. What is your vision for the Church of the Brethren? And how do you long for us to become more aligned with the teachings of Jesus? What I long for personally is that we can embrace some of our like historical identity a little bit. That we were, from the beginning, I think a little bit difficult of people in, in society. That we were you know, in in important ways, we were apart from society and also built around consensus and trying to reach decisions together. And then in very explicit ways, holding each other accountable to that consensus. I really admire, I, when you look, especially at the very early Church of the Brethren, I think they made some difficult decisions within their society around like collective decisions about if you, if you, enslave someone for example like you cannot be a member of the church um you'll be you know those sort of difficult but but foundational sort of like human rights decisions as a as a collective body and then really holding each other accountable to that rather than being solely a question of like what are your beliefs what is your faith like orthodoxy kind of issues more focusing on the the praxis and that is what I appreciate about the Church of the Brethren. That's what I hope we will continue to be, is 
a group built around around living out what what we say and not just saying it. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree with that. Um, uh, like, do you, are you talking about with this? Are you talking about like you don't want to like waver on issues? Are you talking about like you don't you you want to like take more stances on things? Or yeah, I think um, both of those. <laughs> I think uh, it's hard because again, I, I think it has to be a collective process. I think we have to like make some of these decisions together. So as an individual to say, like, these are the positions I think we should take is, is sort of contrary to that. But I do think that, like, we need to engage in difficult conversations and, and move from a perspective of um, really looking, again, at, at the text and, and looking at the Bible and seeing some pretty um, radical stuff in the teachings of Jesus around and, and immediately after um in in acts you know when the disciples start to um live that out um is it's very clearly in conflict with the world and i think that's again something that is inspiring to me about the brethren is not always trying to integrate themselves and like okay let's all let's try and get along or let's let's be polite (laughs) as like our primary objective but like how are we going to transform society so that it looks like what Jesus was talking about? That makes a lot of sense. Thank you so much. Hannah Bentley, gender justice organizing intern with On Earth Peace, was unable to reach Doug Richard for interview. However, she did interview Matt Boyer. You can read Doug Richard's profile on brethren.org slash ac2022 slash business slash ballot.